Welcome to the podcast of Maranatha Ministries. I'm Rick Frank, Senior Pastor of Maranatha, and I pray you'll be blessed by today's message. You can access all of our church information by going to our website at www.mmchurch.com or on all social media by searching at mmchurch. And now be blessed by listening to today's message. And welcome, Maranatha, to our virtual service. We're so glad you're joining us today. And uh, God is good. God is still on the throne, and I'm so happy about that. I'm reading today from Galatians chapter 6 and verse number 9. Galatians 6, verse number 9, and it says this. It says, and let us not grow weary in, while doing good. Let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. I want to read that same verse from the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation says it this way. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. Let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. And that's the title of my sermon today, Don't Give Up. Let us not get tired of doing what is good because at just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing. And as this COVID-19 crisis continues, we wonder, is there going to be a harvest of blessing? And when is it going to come? Don't become tired of doing what is good. Calvin Coolidge once said, nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Be persistent. He said, talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with great talent. He said, genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. He said, education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. And he said, persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. Persistence and determination. I want to encourage you to be persistent in your walk with God, in your prayer life, in your worship, in your attitude. Be persistent and be determined that no matter what, I'm going to stay true to the, to the tenets of Christianity. Probably the worst enemy of enthusiasm is the ex- extension of time. Human beings have a remarkable, and actually it's, it's actually a kind of a sad ability and capacity for getting tired of things. We get tired. We even get tired of good things. We get tired of doing the same things. We're always looking for something new. We're always looking for some kind of a change. And so almost every one of us can think of something that we were at one time very enthusiastic about, and then the joy kind of fades and the enthusiasm fades away, and before you know, we're just not into it like we once were. And that's, that's fine. Some things aren't worth giving that much effort to, but there are some things in life that definitely are. And uh, we get tired of difficult things too. I'm getting tired of COVID-19. I'm sure you are. I'm getting tired of this. I'm getting tired of struggling, getting tired of not being around my, my, my grandchildren. I'm getting tired of not seeing you in church. I'm getting tired of, 
of coming to an empty building and preaching to an empty chairs. I'm, it's, it's growing old, folks. You feel that way, and I feel that way. Some of us are very tired out, and we're, we're, we're disenchanted with what's going on. But the truth is, whether it's COVID-19 or anything else in life, and listen to me, including serving God, this human spirit and this human flesh becomes tired of the same thing over and over again. We're always looking for something different. We get tired of our jobs. We get tired, unfortunately, you look at the the, uh, the statistics of even marriage in our, in our society today, and you realize how many people just simply got tired of their mundane life, of the same wife, of the same husband, the same routines. They just want something new, and so we end up with a divorce rate that's off the charts like it is today. We're always looking for something different, a new job, a, a new car, a new challenge, and that doesn't mean those things are bad. It's good to be challenged. It's good to want a bigger challenge, but there are some things that we must not allow ourselves to ever get tired of doing to ever become weary with. And what is that? Doing good. We must never become weary of doing good. The Bible tells us in Galatians chapter 5 and 22 that there are several things that we must consider and never become tired of doing them. And it talks about them as being the fruit of the Spirit. We must never become weary with producing the fruit of the Spirit, the same fruit, over and over again. Manifesting in our lives peace, manifesting joy, love to others, love to family, love to strangers, love to, 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 uh, to, to associates. Uh, don't lose heart spending your life in love because if you do lose heart over the fruit of the Spirit, the works of the flesh tend to creep in and take over, and the next thing you know, our lives are on the downhill slope rather than going uphill. We become weary of many things, but we must not ever become weary of living for God. There is so much opposition to uh, the best plans that we make. I mean, we, let's say we were right in the middle of a beautiful remodeling project. They were great plans. In fact, we're still working on it. Wait till you get back in the building and see some of the... Changes that have been made behind you. Uh, I can see them looking out that way. You can't see them looking this way. But when you come into the building, we've made quite a few changes here to try to spruce things up and make things better. And we've been working at it for, for, for a while now. There are so many good things happening, but, but still we become weary with the same old, same old. And so that really, it, it, it's one of the reasons I keep saying, come on, let's reach out to one another. Because some of us are, 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 are cut off. Some of us are alone. Some of us are, 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 are tired. Some of us are working from home. Some of us are working from home while, while kids are home from school. And some of us are trying to take care of kids on this hand and, and take care of jobs on that hand. And we're just, we're so weary and there's no outside input. It's just give, give, give. And we're growing tired and we're weary. And one more thing, oh, now I got to get up Sunday morning and, and, and get onto you. I just want to sleep. I don't even want to watch YouTube. I don't even want to watch a sermon. It's not the same as being in church anyway. Don't become weary. Keep doing it. Keep worshiping God. Keep finding time to pray. Keep putting your hands in the air to praise. Keep lifting up the name of Jesus. Keep reaching out to somebody. Somebody might be very discouraged, very down, very out, and your phone call can transform their life. Just a simple call that says, hey, 
was thinking about you. How you doing today? Let's do that. Let's reach out. Let's touch one another. Let's call somebody. Let's, let's minister to one another. You know, there's a, there's a, uh, illust- uh, a, 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 um, a poem. I've read this in, actually in many of my sermons over the years. I came across this poem many years ago, and I've used it in several sermons along the way. I'm going to use it again today. It's a, it's a poem that was written by a man named John Greenleaf Whittier, uh, and it's entitled Don't Quit. And it says this, When things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when the funds are low and the debts are high, when you want to smile, but you have to sigh, when care is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but do not quit. Life is strange with its twists and turns, as every one of us sometimes learns, and many a failure comes about when he might have won had he stuck it out. Don't give up, though the pace seems slow. You might succeed with another blow. Success is failure turned inside out, the silver tint of the clouds of doubt, and you never can tell just how close you are. It may be near when it seems so far. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem the worst that you must not quit. Don't quit doing good. Don't quit praying. Don't quit worshiping. Don't quit going to virtual church. Don't quit listening to the preaching of your pastor that God gave you. Don't quit worshiping. Don't quit lifting your hands in praise. Don't quit reaching out to bless someone else. Don't ever quit doing any of these things. Over the years of my ministry, and I've never seen anything quite like this, in all the years that I've been pastoring, I've never seen a situation where we weren't allowed in the church building. We had to go to a virtual service. I thank God that it's happened now instead of 40 years ago. I'm not sure what we would do 40 years ago. There'd just be no church. There, there was just landlines back then. It was very difficult even to call one another. Very difficult. What would we have done? We ought to, we ought to thank God that if, if we're going to have such, a, such a, a terrible thing happen, that it happened at a time when we can still communicate with one another very easily. This is a, there, there's many blessings in all of this, but one of the saddest things I've seen over the years of my ministering is people who have become weary and doing good. Now, it doesn't take COVID-19 to get us to become weary. People become weary just from going through the mundane routines of life, the same old, same old. They become tired. They become weary of it. And I've seen over the years, and it's very disheartening, not disheartening in, in the sense of discouraging, but it's sad to me because I have seen people who have become uh, disheartened they become weary in doing well, and they begin to slowly stop doing what is right. And that's what we need to be careful of, is that we stop doing what is right. I've seen people come over the years, and when they first come in, they're very exuberant. Their worship is exuberant. Their activity is exuberant. Their involvement is exuberant. And as time goes on and it becomes same old, same old, it becomes routine, it becomes day in and day out, 
and all of a sudden, the exuberance lost the feeling. Listen to me. You need to worship God whether you feel it or not. You need to praise the Lord whether you feel like it or not. You need to lift your hands whether you feel Him or not. You need to pray whether you see answers or not. You need to sing the songs of Zion whether they bless you or not. We need to be faithful through difficult times and keep doing what we're supposed to be doing and not become weary of doing what is good because I've seen it happen so many times over the years. Suddenly the exuberance of the worship disappears. Suddenly the church, the, the commitment to church attendance starts wavering. And before long, somebody that used to be so planted in the house of God is suddenly not there anymore. Well, what happened? Where did they go? Things became mundane. They became weary of doing the same things. Don't become weary. Don't become weary of turning on your computer or your, your monitor or however you're watching a YouTube video to go to church. Don't become weary of doing it. Don't let the devil put it into your mind that this doesn't matter. This is just a waste of time. I don't feel God here in my living room the way I feel him in church. This is, let's, I'm just going to wait. Don't let those thoughts creep in. You keep doing what is right. You keep listening to the music that we put on. You keep singing the songs of Zion during the week. You keep lifting your hands to praise him. You keep getting down to pray. You keep calling somebody and see how they're doing. And somebody might call you to see how you're doing. You keep doing it because I've seen people slowly lose out. Nobody just decides one day I'm not serving God anymore. Slowly, slowly, they faded away. And so there's something to be said for people who just will not quit, will not give up, and they will prevail and persevere with prayer, with faith, with hope, no matter what, there's something to be said for somebody that says, I don't care if I feel anything or not. This is what the Bible says to do. This is what I'm going to do. The Bible says to pray. I'm going to pray. When was the last time God answered your prayer? That's not the issue. The issue is the Bible says to do it. I will pray to my dying breath. What about praising God? I will praise him whether I feel blessed or not, whether I'm happy or not. God is always good. I will never quit. And one of the greatest stories in the Bible when it comes to becoming weary but continuing to do good has got to be Joseph. Got to be Joseph. I'm not saying the greatest because there's so many great illustrations in the Bible about people that did not become weary in doing good. But here is Joseph, all excited as a young boy, getting visions from God, dreaming dreams, seeing great things in his dreams. And uh, actually was so excited that he told his brothers about it. And of course, his brothers were jealous. Don't let other people's jealousy of what God's doing for you stop you from being excited about what God's doing. And here was Joseph, and he did all of this, these things, and he told his brothers. And, it, and where did it get him? It got him heading in the, apparent, seemingly in the wrong direction. Sometimes it feels like you're heading the wrong direction. You keep being faithful to God. God's got a plan for you. God's got a plan for you. God's got a plan for Maranatha Ministries. We were on that. We were, this church was growing. 
The, the, we were running out of room. We were, we, were, we were removing pews and putting chairs in to fit more people. We're, we were talking about opening up the balcony for the people that were coming. We were talking, this, it, it, things were on the, when all of a sudden COVID-19 hits and where everybody's gone now. What are we going to have when we're done? Is everybody going to come back? I believe everybody's coming back and more. That's what I believe. And if we pray about it, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's send, our, let's send this video to our friends, to our families, to people that, we, that, that normally don't want to hear. Let's, let's reach out. Let's, let, let's believe that when these doors open up, people will be coming like never before. But here was Joseph, told his brothers about his dream and what happened. What happened? What happened to his life? He went from excited about the visions and the dreams that he had to being sold as a slave to the Egyptians. He went from there to becoming a uh, top-notch guy in Potiphar's house. And his wife, well, you know the story, the whole lie thing went on, and the next thing you know, he's in prison. He went from here to here, up a little bit, to the very lowest. <laughs> right when it started looking good, hey, I'm moving up. I'm the, I'm the chief, uh, chief butler in, uh, in Potiphar's house. I'm the chief servant. No, you're not. You're going straight to the lowest of the low to the prison. And what did Joseph do in prison? He kept doing what was good. He kept praying. He kept worshiping. He kept seeking God. He kept living for God. And what happened? The, 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 the door opened up for Joseph to be able to interpret dreams. And if Joseph had not been in that prison to interpret those dreams, he would never have been called before Pharaoh and would never had been lifted to the place that he was lifted to. And when he was lifted to that place, who came some 20 years later to bow down before him? The brothers that Joseph told 20 years ago, the sun and the moon and the stars around me bowed to me. And they were jealous and cast him out. And 20 years later, his vision was being fulfilled. Our vision of God doing great things in our life may look like it's being sent in the wrong direction. The will of God in your life may look like it's crumbling around you. You stay true to the God who called you because God puts us in the place that we need to be so that when he's ready to do his thing, we are in the place to get that job done. God is great, and God is going to do a great thing, and he's going to do a great thing through you if you do not become weary in doing well. Sometimes we feel like we're just going through the motions, don't we? Have you ever been in church or even in your home? Maybe recently, maybe because of this COVID-19, maybe you lost your job, maybe the bills are stacking up. Have you ever been to the place where you've lifted your hands, but you feel nothing? You pray, but you hear nothing. You worship, but you feel nothing. You read your Bible, and it's like trying to get through mud. You just aren't getting anything out of it. Listen to me. I'm going to give you a word of advice, some of the best advice I learned years and years ago, and I want every one of you to listen and learn it too. Going through the motions is okay. That's right. Going through the motions. What do you mean by that? I mean, I lift my hands and praise him when I don't feel him. You're just going through the motions. That's right. Why are you going through the motions? Because the Bible says to lift holy hands. I've gotten down to pray for many prayer meetings 
after another. I'm not talking about a one-time deal. I've gone through stretches of time where I have not felt a thing when I pray. I have felt like my prayer was coming off my lips and falling straight to the floor and never making it to the throne of God. And I pray anyway. Going, one thing I have learned is that going through the motions is not a bad thing to do because sometimes that's just what it takes, going through the motions. So this may be true that, that, that we get discouraged and want to make changes and that's okay. Find another job if that's what you really think you need or if, if, if there's better opportunities, but you will not find another God that's worth leaving this one for. Did you hear me? There may be some things in life that you need to grow out of, that you need to reach out for greater things. There may be some things. It's not the things of the Bible, though. It's not your family. It's not your church. It's not your God. Maybe a job. Maybe you need a different car. Who knows? But do not become weary with doing the things that the Bible says are good. In 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 13, but as for you, brethren, do not grow weary in doing good. 1 Corinthians 5, uh, 15 and 58 says this, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So what I'm trying to say is there may be some things you need to change up. There may be some things that you need to strive for. Maybe there are some other things you need to reach for, but the things of God are not one of them. When you have found the truth, by the truth, the Bible said, and do not sell it for any price. Do not sell it for anything. And I close today with a little story, and I've used this, in fact, I've used it recently in a sermon while we were still in our building here. I just used this story a little while ago, and I want to bring it up here one more time in closing today. And it's the, um, the story about the uh, Chinese bamboo tree um, and I, I, maybe you'll remember I used it, I don't know, a month or so ago, but I just want to read it again to you. The Chinese bamboo tree, is, the seed gets planted, and uh, it gets watered, and it gets fertilized, and for an entire year, nothing happens. Entire year, nothing happens. So it gets watered and fertilized for an entire second year, and nothing happens. If you remember the story, you know where I'm going with this. It gets watered and fertilized for the third year, and nothing happens. And it gets watered and fertilized for the fourth year, and nothing happens. Now, let me ask you something real quick. How many of us would come to God looking for a change, looking for something, looking for God to do something for us, and four years later would still be coming to church and still getting on our knees and still raising our hands and still worshiping God if nothing had happened yet? Four years. The fifth year comes, and suddenly sometime during that fifth year, in a six-week period, this seed has been in the ground for five years, and in that fifth year, the seed begins to grow, and in a six-week period of time, a bamboo tree grows from that simple little seed to a tree that is over 90 feet tall. In six weeks, 
after five years. After five years. So let me just say this. Let's be serious. Was nothing happening during those five years? Was there nothing taking place? Was there just a seed laying in dirt for five years, and then all of a sudden a 90-foot tree grew? No. No. You couldn't see what was happening during the first five years. But for those first five years underground, a root system was growing, a root structure that would grow so deep, so strong, so distant, so powerful that it would be able to hold a 90-foot tree that's about to grow. I'm here to tell you, you may not see the blessings of God. You may not see some things happening, but God is doing a work in you. He's doing a work in me. He's doing a work at Maranatha. He's doing a work in his church worldwide. And sometimes you can't see what's going on. And sometimes it looks like nothing's happening. And sometimes it looks like, why bother? I'm here to tell you why bother. You keep praying. You keep fasting. You keep worshiping. You keep listening to the preaching. You keep calling one another and encouraging one another as the Bible says. And one day, in a very short time, God is going to do a great work. Why? Because he's got you and me as a root structure that knows how to stick to it no matter what is happening. You be the Christian God called you to be. And my friend, we are going to see great things happen. In Jesus' name, bless the people that are hearing me right now. Give them great faith to know that the power of God is still alive still real, and still able. And no matter how things look around us, Jesus, you are still on the throne. In Jesus' name, I pray, touch us, bind us together, and during this time of separation, help us to grow deep roots into the truth of God's word that when we come together, we will see the church grow like never before. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to the Maranatha Ministries podcast. If this message touched you, please make sure to subscribe for more sermons from Pastor Frank and the ministry team here at Maranatha, as well as follow us on our social media platforms. We are located in Schenectady, New York, and if you are in the area, we invite you to join us during our weekly Sunday service starting at 10.30 a.m. We look forward to you joining us again next week for another anointed message. Thank you, and God bless.